What's going on, everybody? Uh, you're back. It's your boy, Kim, and we are here with the No Mas Mask podcast, uh, and we have our guest with us today, uh, another young person who uh, is, is, is looking to, to, to be able to share their experiences with us to get free, and hopefully, if not by the end of this podcast, at some point, a commitment to removing their own mask. And so, uh, with no further ado, we want to welcome our guests and get into these questions. Uh, and so, before we get started, um, can you share with us? Can you share with us a hobby that you enjoy doing um, as a 16-year-old, and where you see yourself in five years? Um, a hobby I enjoy is soccer, just because when I'm playing it, I kind of forget about everything else, and I'm like solely focused on the sport. So, like. It just frees me, I guess, from reality. So I do it for that. And in five years, I'll be 20. So definitely in college. Um, yeah, I mean, in college, a job maybe. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. Okay, cool. Uh, well, the, there's two two things you do know. That is, you'll be in college and hopefully with a job. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, so great, 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 right? Being 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 young and and and, and hopeful uh, is 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 something that's extremely important. You know, maneuvering throughout this 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 thing we call life uh, is one thing that we always uh, have to be able to lean on, and and that's hope. And, and 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 still be able to 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 dream about the things that we want to accomplish, whether it's five years, three years, two years, a year from now, six months from now. And so um, that I do see in your future. I know it's going to happen. What? Why do you think it's important for youth to have a platform to share their story? Um. Okay. I think that's really important because it shows other teenagers that maybe don't have a platform um that it's like they're not alone they're not like the only one of their kind feeling a certain way or going through certain things they like can look at other people and they're like oh they're also going through this like i'm not alone in this and i guess they can also see what the other people are like doing to either better themselves or you know maybe like certain things that they did that didn't really help them. So it's like, okay, I can avoid this thing. And like, I can do this, I guess, like to help each other out and like to know that you're not alone in a certain situation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you've, you've, you've voice is, is definitely powerful. And I also believe youth stories are definitely powerful. You know, part of coming up with this podcast was to literally have a platform where youth can share their stories. One that can be inspiring and, and inspirational to other youth uh, who, who may listen to this or listen to that, that story um, or to listen to that episode and say, you know what? Um, you know, that person has experienced the same thing that I experienced, but but they are still going. Uh, or that person has, has experienced the thing that I'm still experiencing and they continue to, you know, battle through and grow through that experience. And if they can do it, I know I can do it too. So 
uh, I, I, I believe in the stories that young people have um, that, that don't always get the opportunity to share. And so here we are uh, with a platform that I believe uh, will, will be inspiring uh, for young people to listen to as well as inspire them to also want to share. And so uh, let's 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 jump right into some you know let's jump right into some things right like when we talk about no mass mask and what that means right we're talking about removing the mask right no more mask and wearing that mask uh, can be it can be multiple things right it can be uh, being putting on a mask because there are certain ways that you have to interact with family members, but it's really not who you are. Or putting on a mask because there's certain ways that you act around friends, but it's not really who you are. Or putting on a mask because you don't want people to understand or know, you know, how you identify, right, gender um, and your um, and your sexual right um, choice. Um, and and I think that too many people wear the mask and it's not even it's not even an assumption no more it's a reality that has come to life when i started doing work with young people and that was them sharing with me these moments where they wear the mask right for the reasons that they choose to wear them and and i just felt as though that 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 is a problem now I felt, I know it's a problem when we talk about, you know, our own mental and emotional wellness and health, because the more that we wear that mask, the more that we disregard, you know, different, different ways of taking care of ourselves, because when we put that mask on, we are essentially uh, not accepting or not embracing the reality of the life that we have to live. Uh, and, and, and we can't, one way, we can't run away from it, right? We have to be able to approach um, and walk towards those things that we put the mask on for. So my question to you is, uh, name a time or a moment where you've put the mask on or have worn the mask. Well, I, I put a mask on like all the time. I'm always like, I guess, at night when I'm like alone in my room, alone with my thoughts, um, I like bring myself down a lot and I feel mm -hmm. like emotions obviously. And I guess when it comes to like the morning, I like cover everything up. I don't want like family, friends, or if I'm out like strangers to know that I'm like feeling down or like that I'm vulnerable. Um, so I always like smile through everything or like if I guess, out in public if like it comes out where I might get like emotional in a certain way I'll make a joke about it and I'll move on which is definitely not the healthiest way to go about things but um, I've been doing that for a while I just kind of make a joke about how I'm feeling or whatever it is the situation um, is and I just move on and I don't talk about it with anyone and then at night it just like eats me inside like I just let it all out in tears but it's to myself and it's like definitely not healthy but I also don't know like 
if I want to talk about it with people or not because I feel like as a kid or like as a teenager if you talk about it with the grown-up they're gonna be like oh why are you stressed why are you anxious like wait till you grow up and you have real responsibilities like then you'll see what actual stress is like you shouldn't be feeling like this so I guess I just rather smile and pretend that like yeah I'm a teenager I have nothing going on in my life I'm perfect Mm -hmm. fine and just go along with whatever they want me to feel wow whatever they want you to feel man that's deep right like because you're not living your life for anyone but yourself right you say you say i don't want family and friends to know that i'm down or vulnerable can you speak more to that? Like, wh- why, what, 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 what makes you feel the need to not, to not let them know that's how you feel? Because I feel like they won't put much thought, like, at least, like, my family, like, like, grown-ups, I guess. Um, I feel like they won't put too much thought into how I'm feeling because they'll think, like, you're a teenager right now, you'll grow out of it or like it's not a big deal right now because there's no actual responsibility on you. Um, so I guess that's why I just, you know, I'd rather not have them like actually tell me that like it's not that important. So I'll just keep it to myself. Mm. And um, And so what i'm hearing is right there's there's this there's this need or there's this want in some cases to want to feel how you feel and to express how you feel but you don't because of the environment that the adults in your life has created around you what what's what's how would you define vulnerability because you said right that like in that statement i'm down or vulnerable right how would you define vulnerability and what would you say is your relationship with that that idea that word i guess i don't want them to know like how i am emotionally and how i am like with my personal self how i think of myself or I guess how I think they're treating me, I guess. I just don't want to express myself or to show it because I don't, like when it comes to my family, I don't want them to feel bad for like treating me how they are because they they treat me like great, but at the same time, not really. Mm. (laughs) Mentally wise and like emotionally wise, not like they're not great help. that that's that's you know one it's it's wise it's extremely wise for you to be able to acknowledge and recognize right that that they are providers in so many ways um except in this way right Mm -hmm. this mental and emotional support and it it resonates with me because i was raised by my grandparents and I believe my grandparents did everything that they could 
of everything that they had. And I believe that my grandparents loved me. And with what they and what they did have, I believe that, you know, they did their best to to show it and to provide it. Uh, but as I as as I grew older, um, it wasn't it didn't hit me until I got to college and I realized like, yo, they they did do everything that they could with what they have except provide social and emotional support. Mm-hmm. Right? That mental and emotional support. And it's it, I realized really that I, I realized that it was something that they themselves couldn't give me because they themselves have never been taught and have never been introduced to like how to go about providing that. And they have their own kids, right? But still, when it came down to my experience with my grandparents, that was something that I did not receive and it was extremely important for my own development and realizing that there are a lot of young people who don't receive that kind of social and emotional support. So how has not receiving, you know, at least up until now, right, you're 16, mm-hmm. uh, how does that impact you? And in what ways does that impact you? Um, well, I guess I do wish I could talk to them about how I feel more. Um, but I can't, I just don't really feel like comfortable talking to them about it. But I, at the same time, I kind of understand why they would think like that I wouldn't have these like emotions or whatever, or these feelings because, you know, they grew up probably also not having emotional support. Um, but at the same time, they also grew up like having less Mm. than what we have. And I guess since, you know, they've provided so much more than um, what they had growing up, they're like, oh, we're like, we're not putting as much stress because you don't have to work at 10 years old, you know? But like, it's not the same type of stress, but like, we still have stress and they don't really realize it because they're like, we're doing the best. We're doing what we didn't have to help you, but it's not like the same. Mm. This 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 may be uh, a, a really personal or, or deep question, but you know, does it hurt you that you can't or feel or believe or feel as though that you can't have those conversations with them to let them know that you know you were just crying at night because of X Y and Z? Like, does that hurt you? Yeah, it does a little because even though I don't talk about it or I don't show it, it's like, I feel like they don't even ask to, like, they don't even care to ask, like, are you okay? Like, they ask, like, oh, how was school today? I'm like, it was good. And that's kind of where the conversation ends. That's it. They don't further ask, like, was it actually okay or anything? So. Speaking of it was good. Um, and I'm hearing that already, uh, I, I know the answer to this question, but I'm curious as to how often do you, do you go to utilizing that, that statement, that answer, right? When it comes to how, or how often, how many times when people ask you, are you good or are you okay? Do you automatically go to, I'm good? 
is is that often for you like is it is it just a norm it's it's all the time i'm good smile just move on i'm good smile just move on right but in that moment right has has there been many moments where where you said i'm good but in that moment deep down inside you haven't been yeah like a lot of the times i say i'm good or sometimes even on purpose i'll like say no it was good like kind of in like a down way but i'll be like yeah it was good and like kind of like asking like ask me more like ask me how it really was Mm. but it doesn't get there the Mm. point doesn't get across but at the same time i'm not gonna be like it was horrible because no no i i don't like tell me i mean i i do but like for those who are listening right (laughs) who who may who who may feel the same way right like you like you want to say no i'm not good but in that moment you don't like i want to say i'm not good but i I don't want to say that i'm not good because I kind of want to see if they, like, want to know, if they even care. Like, am I wasting my time saying this? Am I going to get judged? Are, are they going to care? So I'm like, yeah, I'm good. And, like, a down way. If they don't further ask, like, really? Like, that didn't sound good. If they don't ask, then it's like, whatever. Mm. Why bother? Wow. Do, do you, I mean like you're still old enough to have had a lot of these experiences do you believe do you feel as though that like a lot of people are actually willing to to understand and to like continue to find out whether or not you are actually good or do you think that it's that it's been it's it's such a norm for people just to ask the question are you good and for people to just answer i'm good that like you know like is it is it is it is it too much of a of a of a norm that that's the call and response that there's really isn't any expectation to go beyond that um i definitely think that's like the normal thing to do now but at the same time, like with my family, I sometimes I have days where I just like completely break down and like they see everything. Like I'm just, I shut myself in my room and I'm crying and they're like knocking on my door. They come in, they're like, come on, are you okay? Are you okay? And I, I just don't really feel like talking about it. But at the same time, I'm like bawling my eyes out. I'm like, no, I don't want to talk about it. But they do keep asking and asking and asking like, come on, let me know what's wrong. Do you want to go on a drive and like talk or whatever? But I just don't open up because it's like I'm like you let me get to my breaking point without asking Mm. Mm. wow that's that's definitely powerful and you and so you say that you know it's not healthy but you still continue to do it right the moment that we the moment that that we put that mask on or excuse me the moment that we say i'm good or the moment that we don't acknowledge how we feel in that moment is the moment that we put that mask on and to hear you say that you know that's not healthy but you still do it right like what agreements have you made with yourself that 
allows you to tell yourself, I know this isn't healthy, but I'm still going to do it. Because it pleases others. It mm -hmm. pleases like the people that I care about, I guess. It doesn't please me. Like, I guess it kind of pleases me because it hides me from like, because I don't want to, like, let's say I don't want to talk about it. It, like, hides me from that. I don't have to talk about it. But at the same time, it, like, it's still inside of me. I'm just not showing it. It's it's just, it's to please others, really. Yeah. You also mentioned that there, that, that there are moments where you, where you put that mask on, right? Uh, or you say, I'm good, knowing that, you're not, are you comfortable with sharing an example of like when that has happened? And it doesn't necessarily have to be with family. It could be in a different, you know, experience, but are you comfortable with sharing with us an example or two? Uh, yeah, so um, in middle school, I'd say like seventh grade, um, you know, my school was like, you know, very diverse, you know, um and i'm i'm very pale i'm like people really confuse me for a white girl all the time whatever but i just i didn't feel like i fit in and like my so-called friends would be like oh you're too white to be hispanic like blah blah blah, blah you're whitewashed whatever and i'll just like laugh because they they thought they were just making a joke and that they weren't making me feel any type of way um, so I'll just like laugh and, you know, I'll act like I'm okay for the rest of the day. Like my parents asked, how was school? I'm like, oh, it was, it was great. And then I go to my room and it's like, like, frick, you know? Mm, yeah. The, um, um, as I, as I sit here and I listen to you and I think about how many people, how many young people may may also hear this and say, man, like there, there was definitely an experience where someone has said something to me and instead of like responding to that individual, I, I let the situation be what it is. I went home and when my folks or someone asked me, right, how I was doing, I said I was good, but I really, but in that moment, I wasn't because what that person said to me hurt me, right? And just thinking about how how often that goes unsaid, unnoticed, right? Um, or and and not even brought up in different households because ultimately what we're talking about is, right? it is a is a safe space mm -hmm. and when i go back to my own personal experience i say that safe spaces and brave spaces right being brave enough to share what it, what's going on believing that by doing so you're doing it in a safe space i i don't believe that my grandparents knew or, or understood that the, the the space that I was growing up in wasn't a brave space for me, right? It did not allow me to be brave enough 
to share exactly what was going on, therefore not allowing it to be a safe space so that even when they did ask the question, right, I still reverted back to saying I'm good or mm -hmm. everything's fine because I don't know how you're going to respond or react to the truth if I say it. Yeah. Right? And so I, I definitely feel as though I, I like hear that in your story as well. Being 16 years old, what's, what's, what's hard about being 16, right? Like, and as you answer this question, I want you to think about how you identify, right? Uh, as a person, they'd um, be Latina, 16 year old woman, young lady, right? What, what what are some challenges? What's hard about being 16? Honestly, for me, at least, it's like having to encounter other teenagers. Like, like teenagers are scary. I, like, I'm 16. I don't feel, six, like, since I don't feel any older than, let's say, 13. Like, I really don't feel like 16 because other 16-year-olds are like, this whole different like thing like they're either really mean and they like judge you for either not looking like them not being like them not having like the clout that they have or whatever and, like it's like intimidating to like for me at least like i'm like at the mall and i see a group of teenagers i'm like oh crap like let me not <laughs> let me take another way or something it's like like you feel like you'll get judged because like everyone for at least for at least me because i don't feel like i'm i think they just grew up too fast mm. like they don't act like teen like kids like six like we're kids they don't act like kids so it's like well i don't act like they do i am definitely not grown up yet like they're gonna judge me for that have you ever put on a mask around uh friends or teenagers who are still around your age to try to fit in or try not to be judged right somebody say oh did you hear about so-and-so or did you watch so-and-so or did you this and you're just like oh yeah yeah right have you, have, have you ever done that um yeah sometimes but at the same time like not a lot because i'm i consider myself really lucky because the group of friends that i have I've had them since like middle of seventh grade. Mm. They're they're great. They're just they're just like me. Like we're short little kids, and I think you know with them I don't really have to fake a lot, or I don't have to be like ashamed or scared of being around them. So yeah, I think I consider myself lucky with that because they're not gonna judge me if like I haven't seen a certain thing or I don't have like. A certain thing or a brand or whatever and I don't really associate myself with like the teenagers that think they're all that so. got you so we're gonna flash back to what you were talking about earlier right which is making a conscious decision right making a conscious decision that you would rather bottle everything in right and and just go deal with it 
in your room and how that that decision can create an emotional traumatic response because as you continue to make that decision you will begin to become comfortable with making that your norm and as you continue to experience emotional experiences right whether it be something far in like a traumatic emotional experience let's say family member's death or friend, close friend's death right to something as small as oh my my best friend doesn't want to be my best friend anymore right where 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 it's still an emotional response or an emotional reaction right when you are making those decisions to bottle all of those emotions up it sounds like it seems like it has already become a norm for you and when we talk about or when or what doesn't get talked about in a lot of our communities, especially BIPOC communities, is being able to identify uh, emotional trauma, right? Mm -hmm. And and how one has has had become triggered by different traumatic experiences that cause an emotional response or reaction. Um. I guess one, like, I don't know, something that, like, really I beat myself down about. So, like, my parents are, like, super Christian, whatever. Like, you know, I respect that I, you know, I'm growing up like that. But they make, like, certain things, like, oh, like, depression, that's the devil's thing. Like, you, like, go pray about it. You'll feel better. It's like, no, I need to either talk to someone about it or like you know like yeah I can pray about it and yeah I do believe like it can help but not like fully I feel like sometimes you just need like a real person there to talk to you give you advice and like understand you um but they they don't see it like that and it's like something I hear all the time like you can't feel like this that's like the devil's thing like you don't have that in you it's like I kind of do sorry um and then I guess another thing with clothes like oh my gosh like okay I don't wear anything like revealing I'm not that type of person but if I buy like a pair of shorts that's like not up to my knees my mom will come at me and she'll be like why are you gonna show off blah, blah, blah. and I'll just feel like she's like she thinks I'm trying to be some type of um like slut or something it's like what do you think I am like you you're raising me I'm not gonna go out and do all these things just like because of what I'm wearing like I don't know why what I'm wearing is gonna define like what I do or like how I want people to see me and that's just like in my head it's like your parents think you're like a slut your parents think you're gonna do all these things your parents think like you have like demons in you and it's just like breaks me down, breaks me down. I can't talk to them about like how they make me feel. 
because then they're like, you're just being overreact. Like you're overreacting. It's not like that. That's not what I meant, but that's how I got it. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, that, so to that, that's an emotional traumatic experience. Right. <laughs> like that, that's what that is because you, and you, you are receiving messages that are emotionally, right. Impacting how you didn't go about also seeing yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. And that can be traumatic. Um, and so thank you for being honest. Thank you for being vulnerable. Thank you for sharing all of that. Right. Um, and, and, and I wonder how many, how many other youth who may listen to this and say, yo, like my parents are the same way, man. Right. Uh, and to the point where, you know, like the whole pray about it, go away thing. Right. Like I can imagine how many people just like, but I know I have friends who, who are older who, you know, have shared that that's how their folks were, right? Mm -hmm. Like, just go, just go pray about it, right? It goes back to this, it, it, it's, it's this, it's this non-belief that, that mental health isn't really a, a thing, right? That mental emotional health isn't really a thing. It's, it's, it's taboo in our communities. Yeah. It's not talked talk right? You're saying, yeah, right? Like, it's not talked about enough. It's not amplified in our communities enough. It's not embraced enough. Yeah. What, if, if you were to share with us, right, some challenges that you still encounter right that you're still growing through today what would what would they be um definitely opening up and like trying to break down the wall or like the mask that I have for everyone and just like I want to be able to like even though I know like I might get judged I want to be able to still kind of talk about it or be myself like but I guess one reason that I don't do it is because my brother he's like that he's like himself no matter who he's with or where he is and that's a thing a professional thing he has to be like professional but you know he's he's like that and my parents like they don't like necessarily approve of it or like my other family members they're like he shouldn't be doing those things but he doesn't care he's like well I'm doing it I'm not looking for your like approval. Um, I look at that and I'm like, I kind of do want their approval. Like, I don't know how I could handle them saying like, you shouldn't be doing that. That's like not ladylike, whatever. Like, I don't know how I could be able to handle that. So I just, you know, I don't open up and I'll just like, I'm who you want me to be. I guess that's definitely something I'm still going through. Like I want to be able to be myself and like be able to take the judgment or critics from other people without like, without wanting to change myself because they're telling me that what I want to do or what I'm doing is wrong. What advice or what would you want parents or adults to know, right? When it comes to 
emotional, emotional and mental health when it comes to, you know, youth wearing the mask, right? If you were uh, speaking to a group of parents and guardians um, and, and, and wanting them to understand how young people wear the mask a lot of times because of them, what would you share with those adults? Yes, I would say like, even though you have your own beliefs, like, or like your own thoughts of like what a teenager's life should be like, put all of that aside and just listen to what their life is actually like. Like don't mold a life for them or don't mold like how they're supposed to be. Instead, like put all that aside and just listen to how they actually are and like accept them for, you know, what, how they're feeling, what they are. And like, I guess just to be understanding and just to not be judgmental, even though like, obviously everyone's gonna have an opinion on everything. Just like try not to say it in front of them or like not to show like, I don't know, disgrace or something to them. Exactly. Yeah. Um, wow. I, I, I wasn't going to, you just said something that made me think of, is, is it, is it something that you connect with? And that is the word disgrace. Do you, do you believe that, right? You, are living their life the way that they want you to live it because you're afraid of that? Like, are you are you afraid that they would feel like that you have disgraced them? Um, in in a way, yes and no. Okay. Um, because I guess. Like, I'm not, like, a rebel kid, so I'm definitely, like, a good kid, and they do appreciate that. Um, but at the same time, when it comes to all, like, the church stuff and everything, it's, like, you can't do certain things. Like, you can't go, like, even if I'm not going to drink or anything, you can't go to a party with kids because there's drugs and everything, and you're going to do them, whatever, when, like, most likely not, and most likely the type of parties that I would go to wouldn't have that. It's like, I kind of just, I don't know, like, I just stick to this little perfect little church gold thing in front of my parents. And then, like, with my friends, I can actually kind of be myself. So, mm. I don't know if that answered it at all. Yeah, well, uh, like, we're, you know, you, you're, you're acknowledging that you wear the mask when it comes to your parents, right? Yeah. And... And this podcast and part of the work that we've done with No Mas Mask is to, is to help young people, to get young people, to encourage young people to identify those moments of where they wear the mask, uh, who they wear the mask in front of, right? Why they wear the mask. Because if we can start, if we can start there and being able to answer that question, then our process for, for healing, our process for growing can begin in that way. Because there are reasons why you choose to wear the mask 
in front of your parents, right? There's a reason why uh, you're, you're, you're not being open, right, with them. You're not being honest with them. And in order to like move towards any type of growth and healing in that space, yes, we have to acknowledge and identify that, but we also have to be honest with ourselves, right? And so, and then to ask ourselves, why do we feel that way? Or uh, again, why do they make me feel that way? And when we begin to answer these questions ourselves, then we begin to move a lot closer to really truly understanding this this is what it is because of these reasons. And then hopefully one day, you know, you'll be able to take those reasons to your folks and say like, I break down or I cry when I'm here and not in front of you because of these reasons, right? I said earlier that my grandparents didn't, didn't know and didn't understand because of the because the lack of brave and or safe space that wasn't there, uh, but also because I I actually never said anything to them, mm -hmm. right? And so there there's there's a there's a conversation that you're going to have to have with yourself as it pertains to your own personal growth and how you how you what you believe needs to be done to potentially change this relationship that you have with them to potentially break, right? This, this, this cycle of being normal, of having these emotional breakdowns in your room to yourself, by yourself, with yourself, right? Uh, knowing that deep down inside, it would be, a lot more comforting if you were able to allow like do that in front of your folks and not feel as though that it's going to be judged or not taken serious mm -hmm. right um what advice would you give to another another person another young person or what positive message would you share with a young person who has experienced what you have experienced or who, or who is still experiencing challenges right still wearing the mask what advice would you share with them even if you're thinking like to your future self i guess is like test the waters because a lot of times we don't talk about it because we're afraid of what reaction we'll get but then again we'll never know what reaction we'll get if we don't try it if we don't try talking about it with you know the certain people that we want to talk about it with so it's definitely like like i guess test the waters like you'll never know until you actually do it um i still don't know but someday maybe yeah, yeah. um with that being said right we 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 always will ask our our participants, our guest speakers, right? Oh, put that down. You're a guest speaker, right? Anybody's, right? <laughs> I see you smiling. Um, is to is to commit, right? Is to commit to removing your mask. And it doesn't mean that, like, what I'm asking you today isn't a commitment that 
like you're saying, yes, I will commit and I'll do it tomorrow, right? Or I'll do it by the, by the end of this weekend, right? Like there, it's, it's a journey. It's a journey to self-growth. It's a journey, right? Self-discovery. It's, it's a process. And I know, and, and, it can, and it can take a long time, depending on how much we work at it, right? But what I'm asking you today isn't a commitment for a response today. It's a commitment to your journey, right? I'm asking you, will you, can you commit to removing your mask and commit to your journey to removing that mask? I definitely want to. Like I've, you know, I've known that I put up a front, that I put on a mask. Like I've known that for a while. I, I just don't know how to go about it. I just, I've made it so normal to myself to just, make a joke or to smile and move on and deal with it like on my own. Like, I don't know where to start to like, not do that to like, take my emotions seriously in front of other people. And I don't know how to do that. Because I, it's just become so normal to disregard them when I'm in front of other people. Mm. And today is the day that you're going to commit to removing that master growing in that space again it's not looking for a t it's not like you're not you're not committing today to see a change tomorrow uh, but it's a commitment to your journey to want to grow in that space if that's the space that you want to grow in yeah i right. i definitely do want to start working on it so yes and so my, my last thing to you is, uh, as I've shared with all of the guests, um, the, the commitment to testing the waters is something that I really do hope you, um, you know, get better at. And I hope that you're able to accomplish that. Uh, because no one should have to live their life wearing the mask, especially not a young person um, who, you know, is growing up and still trying to understand the world and figure out a lot of, of themselves and, and everything. And so um, it, 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 it always um, triggers an emotion in me when, when young people share that they are wearing the mask but it also stands as a reminder as to like, we're not the only ones who, who like wear the mask at such a young age. And it's a reminder of how hard things can be, but it's also a reminder of how, of, 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 of how we've persevered through, you know, those challenging times of, of putting on that mask because we're still here. Right, and we're just still trying to figure out how to remove it um, so that we can be happy, we can be free, we can live the life that we want to live. And so, I, I, I thank you for uh, getting on here and removing the mask with us and sharing things that are, you know, um, that's a part of your story. So, thank you for sharing your story with us. Uh, I see you, I hear you, and I love you.
I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. All right. Uh,